Hey, what's going on? It's Coach Ben from the Soccer Entrepreneur Podcast, and today is podcast episode number four. And in today's episode, I wanted to share with you my secret of how I have found locations for free that I train out of. And this is one of the things that has propelled our business um, and propelled our academy over the last couple of years because a lot of times trainers out there, when they're first starting, they will go rent out a facility or a soccer field or a park. And if they don't have a lot of players to train, then they're not really profiting in their academy. And what you want to do, especially when you're first starting, is look to either find a park where you can train players for free or look to negotiate a park or a soccer field or an indoor center um, and look to have the lowest price possible because I've seen a lot of trainers out there struggle with this when they start training they might live in the Northeast in the US and it might be cold there the majority of the year and because of that they're going to have to train indoors and instead of being charged like a hundred dollars an hour to rent out a space you want to try to find a space where you can be there long term and have a deal structured with the owner to where you can not be paying nearly that much uh, for your sessions um, and what I prefer to do I live here in San Antonio Texas so the weather is generally hot and we don't have that much rain that comes through here everything that I do is out of public parks and public spaces because I don't want to have to pay for any type of overhead in my business and that's going to include um, tons of equipment um, field rentals these are things that can really eat at your academy at the very beginning if you do that if you take that route you know, it can be great if you have a facility that you're training out of and they have a way to attract players to you, that's great. But whatever it is that you are, your academy is generating per hour or per session, you just have to be smart and make sure that whatever that number is, for example, if you're making $50 an hour or $200 an hour, um, that needs to be greater than what the cost of the rent is per hour. So this is where you have to be very smart. And the first thing I would do is I would look for any kind of open space or park or facility where you can train out of and make sure that you can actually train there for free. So you would need to call whoever's responsible for running that park uh, or facility. You would need to call and make sure you can do that. That way you're not just blindly going out there and assuming that you can do things. Um, and remember, like I said in the Soccer Academy Startup Book, you need to have insurance. So just in case any type of injury happens at your session, you have insurance and you should be having parents sign off on waiver forms before any trainer or before any training session begins. Um, but my goal with every trainer I bring on in my academy and what I do personally is we keep our overhead to a minimum I, I like to try to run our entire operation here 
for under $150 per month. And that's going to include the website, all the marketing, um, the field locations, the equipment, whatever it is that we're doing. I keep the cost of the overhead extremely low. And I, I know several trainers out there who buy tons of cool equipment. Um, they rent out spaces for $1,000 a month and they're kind of stressed out because it's a numbers game at that point. They had to have a certain amount of people who they train just to make a profit. And I do everything the complete opposite of that. I want everything to be simplified to where I'm not having to worry about cramming certain numbers into my academy. And if you have listened to these podcasts before and you've read my emails, you know that I like to give players all the attention. So because of that, I'm not trying to look for high numbers or high volume into my academy uh, during my sessions. I like to keep everything organized to where there's not that many players who are accepted into the program. Um, this way I can train players and have a lot of focus with them on an individual basis. Um, and because, because of that, that means I need to train at a place where there's either a very low cost or there's no cost. And that's something that just from a business standpoint, you have to be very smart about doing. And I have no problem with anyone if they go pay for a space, but you just have to make sure it's gonna make sense with your business model. And that's where it's all gonna come down to you. And, and I would not make a decision to, to join up with any location or facility unless you already have players that you're currently training to where it makes sense. Um, and if you have any questions about that, just shoot me an email um, and I can help you clarify that if, if you're struggling. Uh, but I know if you're living in an area where it's cold or it rains a lot, you will have to go indoors. Um, and so that's a normal thing that you'll have to do. But you want to look to negotiate and have a price that is as low as possible. Um, and I know if I was living in the Northeast um, or the Northwest, if it's raining a lot, um, what I would be doing is I would look to partner with a church or a facility and make sure that whoever I partner with, they're going to be drawing in players into my academy. So it's not just me doing my own marketing. They're also helping me with flyers, uh, with Facebook posts, with YouTube, wh whatever it is, um, to help me get players and draw them into their facility. Um, and that way it, it would make more sense because they can also help you. Um, and I'm going to make another podcast coming up about what I have uh, as far as my equipment. Um, but I'll just kind of give you a sneak peek now. Um, and this is also something I see that trainers, th this is where I see a lot of people make mistakes is they feel like they need to have the best possible equipment um, and have things that are flashy that attract players. And again, I do things the opposite of most people. And instead of me actually spending any money on equipment, I look to partner with local soccer stores in my town to where I can advertise their logo on my email newsletter and their logo on my, uh, on my website because we generate a lot of traffic on our website to where they're the official sponsor. And because they're the official sponsor, um, they will in return supply me with cones, uh, soccer balls, cleats, 
whatever I need um, as a trainer to do my sessions. But the thing is, like, I don't go crazy. I don't go buy soccer goals or pennies or, like, there's so much stuff that you can buy. And all of that's great. If you know you need to have those types of things, that's awesome. You should go do it. But you don't want to start off your academy by buying tons of stuff that you don't need right away. And honestly, when I first started, I required every single player that I trained to bring their own soccer ball. It was a mandatory requirement. Everyone had to bring their own ball um, because I started with nothing. I, I didn't want to go invest and go buy a bunch of soccer balls at the very start because I waited till I started making money in order to, to make those types of decisions. Um, and that's what I would do is I would be very smart on how you're spending money at the very beginning. And the same is going to go uh, along the lines when you're buying, I guess, apparel or water bottles, whatever it is for players in your academy. You know, it's great to have t-shirts. Um, that way your academy, there, there's a brand that you're building. Um, but these are things that you can buy and look to sell to parents or you can buy and make sure that that's part of your program. Every kid will get a t-shirt. But when you start off buying tons of equipment, tons of t-shirts, um, spending a lot of money on a location, then you're really spending money that you don't have yet. And I don't recommend that to anyone who is starting off a business. I want you to prove that the business model is working and prove that you have, that you can get players into your program first um, and make sure you have players who are parents who are actively paying and investing in your program first before you make those steps of buying a bunch of equipment, um, spending money on field location, um, and all those things because you, you want to start off very smart. And my goal, like I said earlier, is I like to keep everything that we run in our business, I like to keep all of the expenses to a bare minimum. We don't spend a dime on anything um, unless we know it's going to be a great investment. And that's why all of our sessions are run out of current uh, or local parks. Um, we use soccer facilities that are public um, and we run everything out of there and that's how we do it and that allows us to have multiple locations across the city um, and not just in the city but I'm also expanding into other cities now to where we can run the same type of process um, based out of local parks that are within the communities uh, of players who live around there so this is what I want you to think about so if I know a lot of, of trainers have asked me you know, what do I do if I need to rent out a place? Well, I, I hope this answers your question. Um, and if you are considering renting a place versus having a um, public place to train out of, then think about what I said and, and come to the conclusion of what's going to be the best for you. I know for me, this is how I do it. Um, that's not going to be the case for everyone. Um, but I just wanted to give you my example. And this is how I've helped a lot of people, just like you, other trainers who... Um, who are just starting. I, I want you to start off the smartest possible way. And as you grow, yes, you can grow into a facility. And I could do that right now if I wanted. Um, but our business model is specific to not 
look just for numbers. I, I don't want to do that. Um, so we, we do things a very specific way here uh, because I want to have the least amount of overhead and the highest amount of profit. And if you talk to any smart business owner, that's what they would tell you. They, you want to keep your overhead to a minimum and look to maximize your profits um, every day. And yeah, so if you have any questions about that, uh, just shoot me an email at startyoursocceracademy at gmail.com. And if you're brand new here and this is the first time you listen to one of these episodes and maybe it doesn't make sense, uh, what I want you to do is go check out my book. It's called The Startup Soccer Academy. And this book, if you are a beginner, if you are a trainer who wants to start training players and you want to build out your academy, this is the resource that I recommend to everyone who is new to my email newsletter um, and to our podcast. This is going to be a thing that will help you start your academy within 24 hours. And I tell everyone who reads that, that's what they can do if they follow the action steps that are within the book. Um, they can easily start their academy within 24 hours. So I want you to go check that out if you haven't yet. Um, It's a book that's already helped, uh, I think, over 150 trainers um, around the world. So, And this is going to help you no matter what country you're in. I I live in the U.S., um, but this is going to help you if you are in the U.K., if you are in Australia, South America. It doesn't matter. Um, This is all going to work equally the same. Um, it's just a matter of taking action on it. Um, and if you, uh, invest in that book today, I'm doing something special. Uh, I just posted this on my website. Um, if you invest in the book today, I'm going to also have a 30 minute free consultation with you. So I'll be able to get on the phone with you after you complete the steps in the book, after you have things set up and it's rolling. Um, I want to help you personally and, and see, how I can answer any other questions you have about starting your academy or about growing your academy. Um, And I want to do this for any coach out there who invests in themselves into this book because I know this book is going to radically help anyone who has the idea of starting the academy. And it's going to kind of push you over the ledge to go get started. Um, If you have had those thoughts of hesitating or you don't think it's going to work, Everything in the book is going to to show you how to do it um, the proper way, the the way I did it when I first started. Um, All right, well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, And on next week's podcast, it's going to be strictly a Q&A podcast. So I'm just going to be answering questions um, that I've gotten in emails. So if you want to ask any question, uh, remember, just shoot me an email at startyoursocceracademy at gmail.com. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye.